Hello and welcome to the podcast of Born to Be a Star. Because you are a star wherever you are. Today is Monday, the beginning of the week, another opportunity and another day for us to recognize our star power. What we can do, what we can put our minds to, what we can achieve, what we can conquer, what we can pursue. Why say you can't if you don't know you can? Why are you always sad when you didn't know you could be happy? Just because one thing doesn't work doesn't mean that's the end of the story. That could be the beginning of the actual story. Sometimes things aren't just there. Sometimes you have to dig and find yourself in the mud and in the wallow of the blackness of the darkness of the nothingville, of the nothing world. Sometimes you have to dig yourself out of that. You have to find the light. You have to recognize that you are your own light at times. And you have to be that person. I have to be that person every day. And so do you. And you can't just not show up to work if you're a star and you're the light. You have to get up every day and do that every day relentlessly, unapologetically, and bravely. Because being a star means you have to be an illumination of light constantly even if you don't want to be an illumination of light you still have to try to find the star power looking in the mirror recognizing who you are recognizing sometimes you want to change like um the dark hair is gone for me and i went back to blonde you know i went with a um instead of having my hair be long i have a bob now you know i changed up little things changing up my style getting ready to buy property you know at some point gonna have some kids you know i'm i'm growing the way i'm supposed to be growing but i'm doing it on my own accord i'm not really concerned about what anybody else is doing because that doesn't matter to me everybody should be living their life best based on what they want to do like sometimes i have to stop people whether it be family members or just people I'm trying to corrupt my mind and tell me what they think. Like, your opinion is for you. Like, now I'm comfortable stopping people because I don't really care about what they think. It's not their life. It's mine. So if someone is constantly projecting their thoughts upon you, you have to take into consideration that that's their life, not your life. You make your decisions for you, not because you're waiting for someone to give you permission to do anything. That's not living. I mean, the only time you should be looking for permission to do something, I guess, is if you're 12 and you want your mom to bring you to the movies. But outside of that, no. That's, that's not how this thing works. And you shouldn't be feeling like that's how this thing works. I, I like to think this is a podcast where you can come and feel comfortable and feel like you can be whoever you are here because that's what it is. This is a place where you can recognize that you like similar things or you hate similar things. You're listening to it for a reason and I'm providing it to you for a reason. I recognize that it could be difficult trying to have your voice be heard in a world full of millions, if not trillions of people. And people aren't aren't always paying attention. They're constantly looking at their phone. No one's looking at each other. And people aren't having conversations. And for everybody that is having conversations, there's even 10 or 20 times that amount of people who aren't having those conversations. So having someone who can deep dive and talk about these things is extremely important. So today, I dare you to look in the mirror to love who you see in the reflection to love who you're becoming, to not be questioning what's next, but to be excited about what's next, not be thinking, oh God, 
what is going to happen next. Because, I mean, it's not always going to be perfect. But it could be perfect if you want it to be. Why can't you make it perfect? That's what I'm saying. Anyways, let's get into the favorite part of our podcast that I can't wait to talk about. Because I just, I love talking about this. I really don't, but it's necessary for me to talk about it. Or... I'm going to go out of my absolute fucking mind. So let's get to the favorite part of the podcast. No media allowed. No media allowed. No media allowed. Because they lie to us. They lie to us anyway. So the Biden administration is failing with Ukraine. And they're making all these decisions. And they're took way too long to put some of the sanctions that they decided to put on Putin. They waited too long to do it to get down to the nitty gritty of what needed to be done. And now it's backfiring. Biden has failed the United States of America, too, because Americans are overpaying for gas and food and clothes and everything. Everything is sucking right now. You can't get things delivered on time. You can't. You're, there's missing shelves at the grocery store and you're seeing it in multiple areas. It's just a lot of shit all at once, really. And it sucks, man. And my dollar is not worth a dollar. It feels like it's worth a penny. And like, I work hard for my money. So if I'm feeling like that, I can only imagine how everybody else is feeling about that. And I'm not talking about just poor people that are living in poverty. And I'm not just talking about rich people that are making over 500K a year, whether they're single or in a relationship. I'm talking about Americans. I'm talking about people that live in America. I'm, I'm not right now. I'm not talking about the rest of the world. I'm going to specifically talk about Americans. We're suffering with a party that doesn't know what they're doing. Frankly, they're embarrassing. Like Biden's falling asleep. He doesn't know what day it is. The people that are surrounding him are trying to hide the fact that he doesn't know what he's doing. They're still implementing things that Trump did. And now 100,000 Ukrainians are going, guess where? The United States of America. Can I just point out that in the United States of America, there's been COVID for about two and a half years now, right? There's people on waiting lists for housing, for help with food, for a bunch of things that Americans have been on waiting lists for. And it's about to be their turn to get it, and they're likely not going to get it. They allowed people from Afghanistan to come into this country without going through the routine of what they're supposed to do for immigration. And now they're going to allow the same thing to happen with these Ukrainians. And I don't have anything against Afghanistan. I don't have anything against Ukraine. But the United States keeps doing one thing, not focusing on the United States. If this is supposed to be the land of the free, then if you want to become the land of the free, then you have to do everything the way it's supposed to happen for you to be free. There's no shortcut to that. And the Biden administration can't just create one because they want to. So if we look back into history and time, things are done a certain way here for a reason. Because if that was the case, everybody and their mother's uncle would be coming to the United States of America. I'm very upset with the United States of America because when I look at what they, the way they've treated Africans and Haitians and people of black descent that are minority, that are Mexican or Spanish or any of these other nationalities outside of some version of a white, it's kind of, it just makes you feel like, what's happening here? How can you make a decision like that and say Haitians have to go back to Haiti, but you can't make a decision and say Ukrainians have to go back to Ukraine? 
Do we need adults in the room? Because the decisions you make sound racist and they feel racist. Like, really. Like, really, really. It's just, it's tacky. It's it's the problem here. And you know what's absolutely hilarious? They think that people are going to go out and vote for them, reelect them into office. And I, I, I feel like they're gonna get an, they're gonna get a surprise, because it's not gonna happen. Remember when everybody rejected Hillary Clinton? The same thing is gonna happen in 2024, and the same thing is likely going to happen to a lot of these Democrats running for re-election. <coughs> I don't know if people are tired of AOC yet. I mean, they should be at this point, but maybe they'll still keep her in office because she's just a face with a head that talks. Because I'm not sure what she actually does with policy. She's just always looking for attention in a microphone. She kind of reminds me of Dr. Fauci. And I don't have anything against her. I wish I wish she was just on board the correct way. But she's Nancy Pelosi's ass kisser. And her... The way she's done things, the moves she's made, the decisions that she's okayed shows that. They all are. The progressive party is a distraction while the Democrats are trying to do something. They're not actually doing anything. And their illusion of grandeur about giving everything for free and welcoming everybody to the United States of America is flawed. Because no one is welcoming, welcoming America, Americans anywhere in the world. It's not happening. So the greatest place you could ever come is here. I'm just going to say it outside of Canada, which is a smaller place. But maybe instead of America being the victims of Russia's insane decisions, America shouldn't really be trying to implement and fix all these things. Like maybe this is the Ukrainians problem. And I know what I'm saying might sound mean or rude, but how are you going to pick one situation and put that over another one? There's a lot of problems in the world, not just in Ukraine, but in a lot of other places too. Africa, Haiti, China, India, a lot of other countries with a lot of people that are corrupt that are trying to rule a certain way. And it's not a nice way. And we need to talk about these other countries that have seen death, have seen Leaders been being assassinated constantly. Their country's been taken over by monsters, man. And, and we don't talk about it like that in the United States. Another thing is no one cares here anymore. I know you people want sympathy and you want us to keep caring. But this Ukrainian crap's been going on for weeks now. And, like, I still got to get up and go to work. Like, people still got to get up and go to school. Like kids are still going to school. Like we still have to live. So we're living hearing this. And honestly, it's taking a back burner because it's really not that important. What I'm starting to feel like, and this is what you should feel like too. There's an elite message here, right? The elites control the media and the media dictates whatever they want. So I know that Biden and the Democratic Party want to act like Putin is so bad. But how far away is Nancy Pelosi from Putin? How far away is Biden from Putin? Look at the decisions that he makes for the United States of America. They're very hypocritical. They're doing the same thing. They control the narrative here with the media. 
when they don't when the elite don't like something, Meta shuts it down. When the elite don't like something, they remove the person from the platform. They took away Trump's power to be vocal. How does that work? They're probably never going to let him go back on there. And I'm, I'm, the point I'm trying to bring up is, do you see what I'm saying? How it's flawed and it's hypocritical. They need to look themselves in the mirror and recognize who they are. They are what created Putin. They did this. It wasn't accidental. And I'm sorry, the only reason Putin did this is because Biden's a punk. He is not a good leader. He's horrible at it. Maybe he was a good vice president, but he's a horrible president. He needs to go. Where I live, things aren't getting better. They're getting worse. My mom is happy about the state posting something saying they're going to do a discount on gas. You know what the discount on gas should be? It should go back to the prices that it was when, um, I don't know, Trump was president. You know how we could fix that? By getting rid of Biden. Next, that, that, that's all I want to hear. Like Biden's power is getting taken from him because he, he doesn't know what he's doing. It's kind of funny listening to these people try to chastise Putin or say that he's like Hitler. While they're doing all their own dirty work right during the daylight in front of all of our eyes. In the United States of America. This might be the greatest country in the world. And you're supposed to come here and be free. And I know people constantly want to bring that up. All the time. The rest of the world isn't America. And America cannot cannot take all these people in. There's a process for immigration. And this isn't the process. Like I know that doesn't sound nice. But it's the reality of it. And if we keep acting like this. Things are just going to get worse here. Like. The world is not a nice place. There's not nice people. There's people that live in other countries like Iran and Afghanistan and other countries that want to see us die. They want all Americans to die. What about that? What about what I just said? Do you really feel sympathy for that? People you don't know when 9-11 happened, do you think they cared about what they did? And that wasn't even Iran or Afghanistan. That was Syria. And do you know we're still doing business with Syria? Do you know that Biden is trying to make plans with countries that he shouldn't be trying to make plans with? And they're all laughing in his face right now. The biggest Ponzi is Biden. No one respects him. And it's just a shit show. Anyways. Welcome to your Monday version of no media allowed, no media allowed, no media allowed. Because they lie to us, they lie to us anyway. Why do you think these Democrats are trying to get away from the mask policies and COVID, COVID, COVID? And Biden's starting to fire people that are like, what the fuck's going on here? And he's starting to eliminate people's roles that are questioning what he's doing with his psychotic COVID stuff. With these ridiculous ass commercials on the TV trying to prompt people to get COVID shots. We're never going to be at that point. Too many people live here for us to ever get that. It's over. Let it go. Anyways, next part of our conversation. Any room or one room can have different layers. What do I mean by that? Like... I told you I have an office in our apartment. Not only is there an office in our apartment, it's a gym too. And there's like a comfy chair and there's a bookshelf. So it's like got like four different meanings for like a a room. And 
that just makes it a place where I know I can do multiple things at once. And it, it definitely makes a place where it feels comfortable. So like, I know you're thinking not every room can be fixed. Maybe basements if you don't have money to redo them over. But like when you're house shopping and you're looking for like property to own, you have to like look at the entire thing. It's a different thought process. Now, we like our apartment. It's a nice apartment, right? But it's time to to get ready to own something because it's smart to invest your money in something that you're going to own long term, like for a long term. I don't know if we're going to move into our forever home. I like to think we are going to move into our forever home. Um, That's the plan. Uh, I really feel like any room can mean something more than just a room. Like for me, I want the basement to be like an arcade movie theater chill zone. You know, that's what I want the basement to be. Upstairs, I want it to be a family-orientated, bright, beautiful, open setting. You know, and the bedrooms, I want it to feel like it's homey and it's comfortable. And it's it's warm and it's New England. And, and that's what I grew up with. And that's what I want for our home for our kids. As we start to have children, I want them to feel like they belong to a community. They live on a street where they can go play with their friends. They can walk everywhere. That's why it's so important to live in a place that's in the middle of everything. Um, that's why you have to be very specific when you're picking out where you want to live. So you can think about your family and how they're going to feel about it. Any room can mean more than one thing. Like your living room, it can it can be more than just a living room. It could be like your movie lair where it's not just your living room. It's the place where you go to watch like specifically movies. Or it's your Tuesday, let's get into the showroom. Or it's your popcorn and let's watch this movie zone. Whatever you want your living room to be, it can have feelings of charm. It can have feelings of warmth. It can have feelings of the movie theater. It can have feelings of comfort. You know, all those things can be there all at once. It can have different layers. And you can have different colors on the wall. You can have different textures on the floor. You can have different colors for your furniture. It all can be different. It all doesn't have to just be the same. And you have to think that. Outside of the box, basically. Anything is possible if you put your mind to it. Next part of the conversation, do it yourself with anything. You literally can do your do it yourself with furniture. You can do it yourself with decorating. You can do it yourself with designing. You can do it yourself with cooking. You can do it yourself with swimming, any sport. Anything you can think of, you can figure out a way to do it by yourself. If you're refixing something, like I hear a lot about DIY with like fixing up houses or redoing rooms. I don't know how comfortable I would feel doing that. I would probably hire a professional who does that. And that's their, like, you know, their skill area. I wouldn't, I mean, my dad put in a jacuzzi uh, bathtub in our bathroom. And we did that. We did the deck over. Like, we did the whole backyard over. We did everything ourselves. So we went to Lowe's. We we built everything and did it ourselves. I'm not saying you can't do that because you can. But... I don't know if I want to do that. Um, is it fun to think about re like 
restaining a table or things like that. I think, yes, the desk that we have for our office, at some point I am going to want to restain that and fix that up. Um, you know, there are things that you can do on your own that can make a big difference, that make a big difference, that look like you did it. Or it might look like someone else did it that has more skills. But why not try, right? Why not? Everything doesn't have to be stressful. It can be fun. That's what I'm saying. You can have fun doing something over or doing it yourself. Maybe you want to watch a YouTube video. Maybe you want to watch somebody uh, fix a wall. Or you want to put up a bookshelf. Or you want to put up a picture frame. Or you want to redecorate a room. Why can't you do it yourself? Sometimes it's more fun if you try it. But as far as like knocking walls down or redoing over a basement or doing floors... I don't know about that. If you want to try it, I say go for it. I'll probably get somebody who has a business for that. Next part of our conversation. Why don't people like to work from home? I don't understand that. Like the comfort and the easiness of just opening up a laptop. You can make a office area very quickly. All you need is a desk and you don't even have to order the desk from like an expensive place. You can get it on Wayfair. You can go to like um, the Goodwill or Savers, or you can even go on basically any website online and find a really decently priced desk, right? Then you can get a chair and you can find a chair basically on, I guess, Amazon or anything. There's so many ways you can implement a office area very quickly and swiftly. It gives you the ability to have an exceptional work-life balance. And if your job doesn't require you to be in an office, you can really focus on your job. You're not thinking about getting caught in traffic. You're not thinking about who knows what goes into like not working at home. Personally, I don't work at home and I have to commute. And I'm not saying I don't like my job, but I liked it better when I did work at home. I liked the functionality better of that. Uh, granted, things have changed since the beginning of COVID. Some of us have returned back to our offices and some of us haven't. Uh, Skip is lucky he will be predominantly at home and he doesn't need to be out of his office because he pretty much does his job better at home than at work, basically. And that's my whole point of why don't people want to go why don't people like remote work? Like when I hear people say I couldn't be home all day, but you're not home all day. You're working at home all day. You're working. You're just not at work. You're not like at like the physical like office location. I guess to each their own. If some people can't deal with being separated. They need like the office functionality. I, I don't get it. That's just me. What do I know? Um, I think having an environment where you can work at home some days or go into the office or you could work predominantly at home if you want to is an awesome offer for employees. And like I said earlier on the podcast, because I've said it a bunch of times, we were already moving in this direction before COVID, right? Because the functionality of the work-life balance and the comfort, which is what corporations need to provide to their employees if they want actually actual talent you have to provide the talent with something that's going to make them want to work for you and what better than to offer the talent comfort 
right? You can do the same things you could do on Zoom than you can do in a room, okay? It's the same thing. The idea of traveling salesmen is like a 2017 thought. Like, let, let, it feels like we could compare it to something from like 1980 at this point. Like, are we really talking about that? Like, you have to do all this driving and traveling to sell some crap? Man, now I could just get on a, a Zoom call or send a message through Teams and get things done a lot faster than whatever you were doing before. And you shouldn't feel bad about that, right? Right, right. I don't know why people feel bad about it. I don't get it. That's just me, but what do I know? Anyways. The idea of the home office is so if you want, your kids can learn at home and you can be there too and you can work and be with your kids and do all of it all at once. You, your life can be different. And honestly, it should be a consideration, especially if it's being offered to you. Why not enjoy your life? Basically, that's what I'm saying. Next part of our conversation, should I get the mirror or should I consider going to the gym? I'll stop you really quickly. The mirror, because I'm not going to the gym because the idea of the gym freaks me out. Some people love the gym. They love being around people. I'm good. Pass. I like my Peloton. I like doing Tone It Up. I like working on my own accord. I don't like, I don't know. I'm not saying that I'm self-conscious or I'm insecure or I don't believe that I'm beautiful or I don't think I look good in leggings or I worry about how much I can lift for someone else. I'm not thinking like that, right? What I'm saying is I like the comfort of having the gym in my house, right? I can go work out whenever I want. It's always going to be there. And I'm spending money for the item. Like, I own the Peloton. I bought it. It's mine. I own it. I'm going to own the mirror. These items aren't cheap. They cost thousands of dollars. Do I know that? Yeah. There's even that other, like, um, uh, what is the name of it? There's the, the other workout plan that where, um, what is his name? Uh, the basketball player um, promotes it. And give me a moment so I can get to it. Give me a moment so I can get to it. It's called Tonal. But that's like $5,000 or something. There's different variations of it. I already have the Peloton. I have the Peloton app. I can do whatever workouts I want. I already have a membership for Tone It Up. I can pretty much do whatever workouts I want with that too. Um, I just, as we get closer to move, right, I just want to create a environment where I'm excited about working out and it's on my own accord and working out at home home gyms are the new biggest thing i was saying it a year ago and i'm saying it again now 
Why would you want to drive to a gym, be all sweaty, and do a bunch of things you don't work to? And I know I'm talking about this after I'm talking about the work from home idea. And you're like, why wouldn't you want to go to a gym? Why would I want to go to a gym? The equipment's gross. Who's been working out on it? Like when I was at the gym, I had a membership to Workout World. And I would go out, go, I would work out. And it would just freak me out. Like I want to go on the elliptical or I want to run on the treadmill. And now I have to wait till one of these things are available. Or I want to take a shower and, and but they're cleaning the, like there's a lot that goes into the gym. And I don't know, I don't like it. For the amount of money I'm paying a month for the gym membership, I might as well just have one in my house. Like, at some point, I'm going to get the um, what is it? The Peloton treadmill. And I know people are like, tre- Peloton's out. But I disagree with that. And I like Peloton. So I want to get the mirror. I want to get a Peloton uh, treadmill. And I want my own gym, man. I want my own equipment. I want to work out on my own accord. I don't want to be dealing with people and annoying stuff. I don't like it. I'm not I'm not into it, right? I'm not. I'm, and I'm not going to lie to you and tell you that I am. Because it's not for me. Like, there's things that are that are for some people and aren't for others. Like, there's even something called, uh, you could do boxing at home. There's so many options you can do at home. Like, honestly, looking at all the options, why would I want to go to a gym? I can access this all at my house. Like, and there's one called Tempo, too. I can access this all at my house. Do I need a gym? No. I can do it on my own accord. I can wear whatever I want. I can get all hyped up by myself. I don't have to be involved. Do I think you should be working out in some situations? Yes. The gyms where I live suck, so I'm going to not get them. You know, if I lived in California, you know, if if I lived in a nicer uh, state, maybe. But then again, I'm going to buy property here. So it's not that I don't like the state. I don't like the gyms and I don't like the prices of the gyms. I don't like the hours. And then if I get out late, then I'm going to have to worry about going to the gym late. I don't want to leave work and I'm tired and then have to drive all the way to a gym. And I was literally doing that before. I would be like dead tired driving to a gym to work out. That just makes it worse. No. No. Anyways, next part of our conversation. Can we talk about after party? Oh, my God. It was so good. I'm so happy that they're doing another season of it. And I know I've already talked about it, but oh, my God. Ugh. It was an exceptional show. Uh, all the uh, actors did an amazing job. It was so good. Um, Severance update. Uh, as we get further into the show, it gets crazier. Let's not lie. Watching Legacies, I'm on like episode 10 or 11, but I didn't know there was 20 episodes for the season. So I don't know if I'm ever going to finish this. I'm really trying though, but I did get through a lot of them so far. So halfway done with that. At some point, I'll finish it. We never finished watching 1883. At some point, I want to watch 1883 and finish it because Michelle was like her and Doug watched it. So it gives me and Skip a reason to Doug, we have to watch it so we can talk about it with them. Um, I know that we watched batman in the movie theater like the day it came out but right i wanna watch it again because i liked it i like the darkness of it and i want to see that movie again should i just wait to watch that movie at home or should i go back to the movie theater like i don't know like i feel like maybe for a matinee of it during the day or maybe i'll just wait till it goes on on demand and just order it for like 10 bucks at home on the couch i guess we'll have to wait and see what happens with that 
Next part of our conversation, taco pasta. Yes. I know you're like, what? It's so easy. You just need ground beef, right? You need some sort of salsa, maybe some queso, some Mexican cheese. Um, maybe you could put some taco seasoning when you do the ground beef first. Then also what I would do is I would add in some taco sauce and some sour cream. You just mix that all together. And you've got taco pasta. It takes about 20 to 30 minutes to make it. Very delicious, very fast and very friendly. You can have that for a meal prep or you could have that for a dinner night. Like that could be their taco Tuesday night. Very simple, uh, very easy. When it comes to the pastas for that, you could do that with shells. You could basically do that with any pasta you want. You could even do it with spaghetti. Um, you could really do it whatever way you want to, and it, it tastes absolutely delicious. So if you haven't tried taco pasta, you need to. Garlic chicken tenders. I haven't tried them yet, but I want to. I found that recipe on Pinterest. Have I told you how much I love Pinterest when it comes to recipes? Oh my God, that's my go-to place. People are always like, they watch YouTube videos. No, I watch Pinterest. Like, that's my go-to. Eggs can be used for anything in so many ways. They can. You can use eggs for omelets. You can do scrambled eggs. You can do sunny side up. You can put eggs on burgers. You can put eggs on anything. You can put eggs on fries. You can put eggs in your noodles. You can put eggs in anything. Eggs are amazing. Um, in case you didn't know, brunch is definitely one of my favorite meals of the day. For real. Um... Next part of our conversation, daydreams of Hollywood food during the day. What do I mean by Hollywood food? I mean, like, we're thinking about, like, Gordon Ramsay-type dishes like steaks and filet mignon and, like, lobster and, like, the best of the best of the best kind of food. Sometimes I just like to dream about lobster. Granted, like, lobster, like, you really have to be in the mood to eat that. I love lobster. I can't remember the last time I had lobster, but I do love it. There's something about good food that gives me good vibes. And I don't know. There's something about like a really good cooked meal that makes me feel like now we're talking. Does everything make me feel like that? No. But if you can take time out of your busy schedule every now and then to find amazing food, you should. You got to find a restaurant or you got to find something that tastes amazing and you got to dive into it and not feel bad about it. Anyways, guess what? Smile. You're awesome. And that's the end of the podcast. Thank you for tuning in as always to Born to Be a Star. And I'll see you tomorrow on Tuesday. Bye.